Welcome to The Slip, an Atlanta sports podcast for the true ATL, and I'm the host, Brandon Baird. You can follow me on Twitter at Bairdian underscore Slip. It's been a long time since I released an episode. I got to get back on the grind, but today is going to be a very important episode as I will not be diving too much into the sports side of things. I'm not going to be doing any draft talk. I'm not going to be doing any Braves talk. We'll get into that a little bit next week we'll give you my preview of that i'm not going to be doing any hawks talk even if they are relevant to do hawks talk i didn't think that was going to happen um but with the recent news of how the atlanta braves were affected by the new bill in georgia bill 202 also called the election integrity bill um i will be using both words Um, both names in this podcast Um, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go over the various press releases that were released um, by uh, Rob Manfred the MLB commissioner I'll be going over the release of the Atlanta Braves I will also be talking about the statements put out by Governor Brian Kemp and I'll be talking about why each one has ramifications moving forward in regards to election integrity bill also known as bill 202 um you know this is usually not the kind of platform that um i use to do kind of things like this and this is not going to be a political podcast Um, But I do think it's important to talk about the ramifications of these actions and how people are actually affected by it, who is actually affected by it, and why people are upset about this. Um, If you know me, I think you know my political affiliations. I I feel like um, you would probably have an understanding of what I believe. and where I lean in the United States and what I believe, um, what kind of my values um, are um, across the world. Um, doesn't matter if it's the US, doesn't matter if it's Canada, doesn't matter if it's Cuba. Um, there are certain beliefs that I have that are obviously um, known if you know me and if you follow me on Twitter. But what I'm going to be doing today is really focusing on the apolitical observations of what's going on and telling um, my interpretation of these situations. So let's get started into that. Um, So what's going on is that um, on Friday about midday or a little bit after uh, 1 o'clock p.m., Um, Major League Baseball announced that they will be moving uh, the All-Star Game out of Atlanta. And this is a huge thing. This has financial consequences, mainly. Um, But it also has, hopefully, social consequences as well. Um, You know, I'm hoping positive social consequences. But there has been a lot of backlash from both sides if if you're talking about, um, you know, backlash against the bill itself or backlash against them moving. But what the overall financial consequences would be for a place like Cobb County 
um, is that All-Star Games bring in about $56 million in a three-day span. Um, they also are moving the draft, which is also something that's becoming more in the light um, that MLB is trying to boost more of. Um, a new location has not yet been created at the time of this uh, recording, which is being recorded on April 3rd. Um, but they're going to have to find a new place, and it's going to be tough to find a new place. But when the election integrity bill first came into motion, um, it was getting a lot of backlash from places such as the ACLU, um, as well as the NAACP. And what these places are worried about is that it's putting more restrictions on voting. Um, and making it a little bit tougher. They're putting a little bit more restrictions about the times, um, the locations, ballot boxes, and absentee ballot boxes. Those are the main focus, and we'll go into those a little bit later. But when this bill started, it was getting a lot of pushback, and then when it was passed, um, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before, and signed into law by Governor Brian Kemp, then... There was a lot of pushback. Um, one of the biggest figures in, in America, President Biden, um, called it sick and un-American. Um, and there had been other people and there had been more calls and more talks, whether it was from Twitter, whether it was from public figures, whether it was for political figures or political activists. There was a lot of calls to move the All-Star Game from Atlanta um, to another place due to the election integrity bill, um, which um, the voting rights entities um, have feelings that this is disenfranchising voters across Georgia. And when we talk about disenfranchising voters, we're talking about making it more difficult for people to vote. Um, and the part about disenfranchising voters is that there's a population, particularly black people and minorities, that are disproportionately affected by disenfranchisement or they're being disenfranchised because of these restrictions. When there are more laws put into place um, and more restrictions and more qualifications that you have to meet, it makes it a lot more difficult for people to vote. And, you know, one thing I want to make it clear is that we do not know the current ramifications of what this bill will be. We'll find out in two years. We'll find out in four years. So we don't, we, we cannot say particularly yes or no if this bill is actually disenfranchising um, minorities. But when you look at the circumstances of when this bill was put in place, um, this bill was put in place after a state like Georgia 
um, went from red to blue and actually became a swing state in a very monumental state um, in that um, who's voting put and helped put Biden into office this year. Um, and then you see laws passing that are trying to restrict people to vote. And by say make, trying to restrict people from vote, I say that it's making it tough for people to vote. Um, that it, you, one can look at it and see that something just seems odd for it. But we, we're not completely sure. Maybe these are things that could that needed to be tidied up a little bit more. Um, you know, especially with the amount of absentee ballot voting that went on across the country due to pandemic. They want to make sure that people are actually going to the polls, which adds a little bit more security. No, I feel that you should be able to vote from your home. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I do see the um, I do have an understanding of why people would not want there to be voting absentee there there could be a little bit more voting fraud now we don't know how much um so let's go into the particulars of the actual bill um when we talk about more restrictions on absentee voting they're saying that you are actually going to have to have reasons to vote absentee Hopefully we'll be out of a pandemic by then. Um, but with that, some of the language around the bill seems a little bit off. That you have to request your absentee ballot at least 11 days before election. And then that ballot has to be received in a timely, an unspecified timely manner. Now, I'm not sure if this is lawyer talk or I'm not sure what this is going on. But one thing that makes this a little bit fishy is that they have, with this bill, taken the power of elections out of the Secretary of State of Georgia and have given it to an elected official from the General Assembly. And what that looks like is that the General Assembly... Um, you know, a collection of people in Georgia that work for the Secretary of State are going to elect one person who will have an idea of what timely means in terms of receiving absentee ballot votes. And there's so many things that can go wrong with that. We, we saw how it was this past Christmas as people were getting Christmas cards extremely late. I received the Christmas card in the middle of February after, after Valentine's Day. So who knows if the USPS, another government entity, will actually be reliable enough to make sure that the ballots will be cast and received and delivered in a timely manner that is being unspecified by some elected official that's only being elected to run and oversee the General Assembly. Another thing about the absentee ballot votes is that they are restricting the number 
of ballot boxes that can be placed in counties. Now I, I get why some things that you want to do um, in trying to keep the integrity of elections make sense, but it seemed to work out fine. So another thing that is being happen is that you have to have ID rather than a signature to be able to vote. And what that particularly does is it that is the main thing that affects people's voting. I encourage everybody to reach into their pocket and pull out their ID and think about how simple it is for you to do that. Now if I told you that that was a semblance of privilege, how would you feel about that? If I told you that there were other people that did not have the privilege to just get an ID to identify who they were and the only way that they could have identified themselves was by signing their signature which is what you were able to do previously in that these people who do not have IDs or licenses which is a lot more than you would think that these people wouldn't be able to vote. And I ask you, that is not having identification actually a reason why you can't vote? You know, we really have to look at the situation to see what this bill is actually doing. And we won't really know. But on top of all these things that's going in the bill that is being talked about is that there's the reasons why the bill was actually created. And when you look at the the when you look at the bill and you look at the kind of statements that were made um, be, for the reasons why they want the bill, which is in section two, you're going to be like, wait, where, where's the data of this? What does this actually mean? I'll read this for example. Section two, sentence one. Following the 2018 and 2020 elections, there was a significant lack of confidence in Georgia election systems, with many electors concerned about allegations of rampant voter suppression and many electors concerned about allegations of rampant voter fraud. So what I was saying is that there's lack of confidence because people were suppressing votes, meaning they were making it more difficult for people to vote by moving line districts, by shutting down polling places and all types of things like that and rampant voter fraud. Well, who was doing the suppression? 
Was it the people that was writing this bill? Or was it the people that were actively trying to stop voter suppression? Allegations of rampant voter fraud. What does that mean? That just that simply means that people said, hey, that looks like voter fraud. Who knows if it was or not? And if people actually did their research about voter fraud, most instances of voter fraud are actually just mistakes. In the cases in which people actually had voter fraud, and were found, the number of times that that happened would not sway an election either way. And we don't even know if it was the left or the right that was doing the voter fraud. So was this actually a problem that I needed to be looked at? I'm not sure. Section 2, number 2. Many Georgia election processes were challenged in court, in including the subjective signature matching requirements with the signature matching, meaning that that's the reason why you're, that's your identification, by Georgians on all sides of the political spectrum before and after the 2020 general election. Who challenged in court in 2020 election? Was it Biden that challenged the court? Or was it former President Trump? Section 2, number 4. The changes in the legislation in 2021 are designed to address the lack of elector confidence in the election system on all sides. Why wasn't there a bill in 2018 when Stacey Abrams clearly lost an election because there was votes being suppressed all around Georgia was there lack of confidence then was there an election integrity bill then and the, the reason why I'm pointing out these various subjects is because these are just conclusory statements that they're saying we saw some data and we this is what we concluded for well let me see the data what does the data actually show and that's something that within this bill that they don't say. That they're saying that because there's lack of confidence and that there was minimal amounts of voter fraud in the 2018 and 2020 elections, that there needs to be so many more restrictions that is going to disproportionately affect black and brown people. So when they make these statements and we look at what is actually going on, we really have to consider who is being affected. So when we come back on a slip, I'm going to go into who was affected by going into the statements of Rob Manfred, the Braves, and Brian Kemp. You're listening to the slip with Brandon Baird. All right, let's get into the part of the statements. Um, particularly three statements, of course, I mentioned this before, by MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. I want to 
make read the Atlanta Braves statement and Brian Kemp statement. And after each time I read the statement, I'm going to go through why it was good, why it was important, and was there anything to take away from these things. So first, I want to go into Rob Manfred's statement. Over the last week, we have engaged in thoughtful conversations with clubs, former and current players, the Players Association, and the Players Alliance, among others, to listen to their views. I have decided that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game in MLB Draft. Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and opposes restrictions to the balance balance box. We will continue with our plans to celebrate the memory of Hank Aaron during this season's All-Star festivities. In addition, MLB's plan investments to support local communities in Atlanta as a part of our All-Star Legacy projects will will move forward. We are finalizing a new host city and details about these events will be announced shortly. I thought that was a great statement by Rob Manfred. It was simple, it was concise, and it gave enough detail about what was going on. He did not call this bill racist. He did not go into the details of the bill that he did not like. All he said is that there are values within the Major League Baseball that this bill goes against, which is that there are restrictions on voting. And it's just simple as that. That this this All-Star game was moved out of Atlanta because this law will restrict a certain amount of people from voting. I don't know what that number is. But if one person is restricted from voting who was able to legally and rightfully vote in this previous election, isn't that too much? And now let me read this statement from the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves are deeply disappointed by the decision of Major League Baseball to move its 2021 All-Star Game. This was neither our decision nor our recommendation and we are saddened that fans will not be able to see this event in our city. The Braves organization will continue to stress the importance of equal voting opportunities and we had hoped our city could use this event as a platform to enhance the discussion. Our city has always been known as a uniter in divided times and we will miss this opportunity to address issues that are important to our community. Unfortunately, businesses, employees, and fans in Georgia are the victims of this decision. We will continue to support the community legacy projects which have been planned and are in process. Whoever wrote that statement needs to be fired. There was actually a certain point as I was driving home when I heard this press release being read where I was like, I may not be a Braves fan again because they don't understand. 
the people in power of the Atlanta Braves don't understand that this is bigger than just the Atlanta Braves. Yes, there are economic impacts. Yes, there is the visibility that you want for the Atlanta Braves. But th this shit's bigger than that. And for them to say that the victims of this situation are the businesses and the fans and the employees is misguided. Yes, they are negatively affected by these, but they are not victims. The real victims of this are the people who have been dis disenfranchised and the people who the restrictions that are put in with this election integrity bill that seems to have no integrity are actually affecting. Those are the people that are affected. So for the Braves to look at this situation and say, I care about money over civil rights is sickening. And it's something that I will never stand for. It's something that you should never stand for if you actually care about democracy. If you actually care about the values of the United States of America. Which it seems like this bill does not do. So for the Atlanta Braves to put out a statement like this and say that we wanted to use this platform to make more Maybe you should have used your platform to help out in other spots. You know who was able to use their platform? The Atlanta Dream. Maybe they should have looked at their playbook. Maybe they should have looked at how Mercedes-Benz Stadium was opened up for voting. Maybe they should have looked at how the Atlanta Hawks went out into the community and helped people sign up to vote and register to vote. Encourage people to vote. And these are apolitical observations. That if you actually cared about equal voting, maybe you should talk about the real people who are victims of this bill. Maybe you should talk about the things that you look forward to doing to make equal voting across Georgia. But it's something that they just didn't do. So whoever made this press release, they should lose their job. Find another profession. Because that's who I'm slipping on. If I'm being completely honest. Because the shit that was in that press release is terrible. And the only reason why it's not being talked about is more terrible is because Governor Brian Kemp made out an even worse statement. Governor Kemp, of course, a former Secretary of State. He was elected to governor in 2018 um, against who went running against Stacey Adams, a very close race. There was very much lack of confidence in that election. Very much instances of voter suppression in that election. There wasn't an election integrity bill after that. 
But this is what this bum had to say. Today, Major League Baseball caved to fear political op- opportunism, opportunism and liberal lies, said goodness. Georgians and all Americans should fully understand what the MLB's knee-jerk decision means. Cancel culture and woke political activists are coming for every aspect of your life, sports included. If the left doesn't agree with you, facts and the truth do not matter. The attack on our state is the direct result of repeated lies from Joe Biden and Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams about a bill that expands across access to the ballot box and ensures the integrity of our election. I will not back down. Georgians will not be bullied. We will continue to stand for secure, accessible, fair elections. Earlier today, I spoke to the leadership of the Atlanta Braves who informed me they do not support the MLB's decision. Well, the Atlanta Braves are just as stupid as you. And there's so many stupid things that are about this statement. And the main thing is that it's just a kind of distortion. It's exaggerated in a rational thought pattern. Why do you think there would be cancel culture or people that are upset about something that is good? If this bill was actually about election integrity, why would there be people that are trying to cancel you? Why the hell is Stacey Abrams still rent-free in your head, Brian Kemp? You tell me that. What it looks like and what it smells like is that you know exactly what this bill is trying to do. It's trying to ensure that you are going to keep office. Why is someone that affected or that feels wrong when you're being canceled? If you do something that people don't like, you've always been canceled. At least by a collection of people. People are going to stop listening to your music. They're going to stop watching your movies. They're going to stop looking at your comedies. So this whole thing about cancel culture is nothing new. It's not about woke liberal people. If you look at the bill, it restricts voting for people. We don't know what the actual consequences of it, but it makes it harder. That is an undeniable fact. And if you don't want to be canceled, don't do anything wrong. So if we're going to look at this situation as a whole and we're going to wonder why this All-Star game was moved out of Atlanta, which I hate that it's moved out of Atlanta, but I understand. I don't know what the social impact of this, of moving this All-Star game will be. I hope it does something. Because if we're actually going to talk about election integrity, or we're actually going to talk about equality, then maybe there should be more laws, more bills, more statutes 
that actually promote voting, that actually promote equality, that doesn't disenfranchise people who have been disenfranchised for centuries. And until that happens, you can miss me with that. Businesses are hurt. Fans are hurt. Employees are hurt. Because all that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. We're talking about a game. And I don't see any situation where a game is more important than freedom.